Hey everyone, I'm Russ Willett from PipesAndCigars.com and welcome to PNC's Talking Tobacco Live. Ah, it's a busy time of year. Um, we've, sorry, we've not only uh, launched a number of new products lately and working on, uh, on new ones uh, for next year, uh, but of course, we're coming into the holiday season, uh, which is a big season for us. Uh, it surprises some people uh, to find out that Christmas time is not um, our biggest season of the year, um, but Father's Day is. And uh, so right now, believe it or not, uh, we're spending more time on our Father's Day projects to make sure that they get here and they're ready for late spring, early summer, uh, so that we have them in time uh, for that sales rush. But uh, the holiday season now is still very important uh, to PNC. And so, um, we're we're working on getting those projects up and i'm going to address uh, some of that and uh, david and joe hi uh, glad to have you aboard um so we've we've got an awful lot of things uh happening uh we uh we've been talking a lot lately about future projects and um, it's been complicated by uh, issues with supply chain. Uh, some of the factories uh, have been operating slowly, uh, mainly in the past couple of years because of COVID. Um, they couldn't have workers in their factory or they had to limit the number of people. Um, and so that threw everything off. Things have been slowly getting back to normal, uh, if there is such a thing. Um, but other things uh, create problems. And, you know, it, it's all a cascading effect. Um, people can't work. They can't produce the product. That delays things. Um, and the factories uh, are dealing with the same thing with their parts suppliers or um, their raw material suppliers. Uh, everything has slowed down quite a bit. Um, it Again, it's ramping up slowly and uh and we are approaching a more normal turnaround time for products but it's still slower than we would like and we're working on that um on the um on the supply front however uh we do have one piece of good news within the next few weeks we're going to see about um, 300 new Mersham Depot pipes coming in. 
Um, we were able to get our hands on a, a nice selection. There are some really interesting new pieces. And, um, and going into 2023, uh, we've worked with uh, Mirsham Depot uh, to help assure that next year's supply is going to be more consistent. And uh, uh, he, the gentleman who runs the company uh, has even approached some newer upcoming carvers uh, to join his team so that uh, he has inventory available. So uh, we're working on all this and um, and it's taking some time. Um, and it means new products uh, are taking us a bit longer than I had hoped. But again, you know, we'll get them to you eventually. And, uh, and we're doing everything we can to keep bringing you new and interesting items. Um, because let's face it, um, those of us who are real veterans in this, uh, to us, uh, collecting pipes uh, is a good portion of the fun of being a pipe smoker. Uh, you know, I, I have pipes of all styles, all materials. Um, and when one catches my eye, I just really want to own it. Uh, and, and so that's the approach we're trying to take in developing new pipes. Um, we want them to be ones that give you another good reason to add one uh, to your collection. Um, David says your, your efforts are always appreciated, even if they're further out than we all may like, keeps us drooling. Um, yeah, and, and we have a, a new item that I'll be showing you in a bit um, that I think you're really going to uh, like. And uh, I'm, I'm very proud of this one, and I'll explain why in a bit. Excuse me for a second. I have to, uh, had to kick up the heat in here. Uh, we finally uh, reached a more normal temperature range in the past few days, and uh, it's a little cool in here. So anyway, uh, Joe says, uh, are we getting any other Christmas pipes in stock? Um, we just put up some of the Petersons. Um, there's an issue with uh, pictures. Uh, for some of the other peats, uh, as soon as we resolve that, uh, we'll get the rest of them up live. Uh, of course, there's the Savinelli St. Nicholas, and then one in particular that I will talk about in a few minutes. Um, and again, ones that I'm, uh, I'm very happy about. Um, so, and we're, we're gearing up and, and we've got our plan all the way through the Christmas season. We have, um, uh, special offers, samplers, 
uh, new products that we're going to be offering you. Um, and we're, we're trying to do it in such a way to make Christmas shopping easier for those of you who have other pipe smokers uh, on your gift list. So we're, um, we're working on it and uh, you'll see the results over the next few weeks. Uh, hard to believe that we're already almost halfway through November. Um, it's kind of mind blowing. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't all that long ago that we were sweating through the summer, and uh, and here we are, uh, about a month away from winter. So the fall, in particular, has just really um, just flown by. Um, so. Uh, of course, Tuesday was election day. Um, I don't know whether you or not you were pleased with the results. Um, I don't talk about politics, so uh, I'm not going to tell you whether I was happy or not. Um, I'm just glad to see that uh, there was another good turnout this year. And to me, that's the important thing. Um, the idea behind voting is to have our voices heard. And uh, it seems that in recent years, uh, more of us are getting out there and, and voting. And, you know, if, if our system is going to work, the more people that, that are involved, um, the more the result resembles us. And, uh, and so that's the only comment I really wanted to make is that um, I'm pleased to see that uh, in the past handful of years, uh, people are turning out in greater numbers uh, to vote. And, and to me, that's vitally important. So uh, I'm, I'm very happy about all that. Um, we, will, um, we will be uh, putting some, um, some stuff together. Um, Thanksgiving, of course, is coming up shortly. I've got, uh, I've got plans already made. And um, I got to tell you, uh, I was made incredibly happy this past week. Um, in between our office and home, uh, there's an Aldi. And, and I, I like going there, not for everything. I, I do maybe 10% of my shopping there because really their focus is private label stuff, uh, stuff of their own brands. They do have some name brand stuff, but generally their prices are okay, but they're not great. And they don't have a huge selection. Um, so I have um, a few things I like to get there uh, just because 
uh, I found them to be a really good value. And some of their produce is, is good. Uh, they do carry some uh, low-carb bread uh, that I will pick up. They have some low-carb uh, spaghetti uh, that I also will buy. And so those are the things that um, I, I like to go to Aldi for, for. I'm walking through the aisles and I see a box on display because that's the way they do things. They, they open uh, boxes up for display and just put them on the shelf. And I see keto stuffing mitts. So low carb stuffing mix. So now I can kind of fool myself into having a full Thanksgiving because turkey's fine if you're diabetic. Um, but two of the, the main items are things that I can't have. One is stuffing and the other is potatoes. So this year, uh, I will have my keto stuffing, which is only two net grams of carbs per serve. And I'm going to have mashed cauliflower, which if it's done right, actually tastes remarkably like, um, like mashed potatoes. So I, you know, it's nice that, uh, I'm, I'm going to be able to have a more normal meal. The, uh, the only thing that I have to uh, do for myself is I have to make my own uh, cranberry uh, dressing or cranberry sauce um, instead of the jellied stuff, which has a good amount of sugar in it. Uh, I have to boil down um, cranberries, add some orange zest. Uh, and then um, I use my my sweetener, uh, but surprisingly turns out very nice. And so I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving. Um, Zachariah said, uh, well put uh, regarding uh, Election Day. Everyone must participate. My vote is between me and God. Yeah, uh, you know, and, and I'm never going to uh, talk about my politics here. Um, as Zachariah put it, his is between, uh, him and God. And, and, you know, for me, um, my opinion is my opinion. Um, if it's on something like tobacco or pipes or cigars, um, I don't mind expressing it here because that's why you're watching. Um, but you don't, care, I'm sure, what my politics are, and uh, so you're not going to hear it from me. Um, he also uh, said, on the subject of supply chain, any more options for tobacco jars um, like the ones offered with the upgrades? Um, he's been waiting for the acrylic ones for over a year. We do have some acrylic jars coming. I don't know exactly when, but they are coming. And I don't know if you saw it, but um, we do have hearth and home jars now. Uh, so we, we do have 
uh, some more options coming or ones that are already here. Uh, David says, um, that to me has been the big plus for all these crazy low-carb diets. They make things diabetics can enjoy. And that's exactly true, thank God. Um, Zachariah says, low-carb equals dietary fiber. Uh, yeah, uh, also known by its Latin name, lignum arboris. Uh, basically, we're talking, what he's talking about there is wood fiber. Um, because that's the literal translation. Um, and um, the, uh, yeah, the idea is if you create... Um, carb-laden foods that contain fiber, because fiber is a carb, um, uh, when you create foods that have more fiber, the fiber doesn't count. Um, you know, when you have something that's got five grams of carbs and three grams of fiber, you're really only getting two grams of carbs um, because your body can't absorb or digest the fiber. And so it just passes through. And, and so for that, uh, that reason, we, um, uh, we look forward to things like that. That's how, in fact, they make the uh, low-carb breads and um, that stuffing that I was talking about. Uh, they they use um, modified wheat that keeps the protein, keeps the fiber, and reduces the actual digestible carbs. Um, as long as it tastes okay, I, I'm fine. Uh, yeah, and David says keeps things regular too, and that's absolutely true. Uh, I, I know that since I started uh, having more fiber in my diet, uh, I spend a little more time um, in the throne room. Anyway, so let's take a look now at uh, what's happening on PNC. And here we go. So here's what's happening on PNC, and I'm getting notifications from people, and I got to figure out a way to stop that. Um, so here's what's happening on PNC this week. Number one, the Christmas pipe sale. Well, I mentioned that the holidays are coming. Um, we have a, a number of pipes. Uh, some of them have been put on sale. Other ones um, you can get an upgrade item with uh, for a small amount. And some of them uh, will include PNC cash. Uh, and for those of you who are not familiar, um, PNC cash is basically a gift card. Uh, so when you... Uh, buy something with PNC cash, you get that cash credited to you uh, for future purposes. 
Um, so, uh, we have pipes in there from Savinelli, Peterson, Big Ben, and Veracini um, uh, and Viking, and uh, Aaron Gobra. I mean, a lot of really nice pipes, and a lot of them were well-priced to begin with, uh, but they're even better during the Christmas sale. So if you're looking to add a pipe to your collection or there's somebody you know that you would like to uh, give a pipe to, uh, take a look at this selection because there are some really great options uh, in our Christmas pipe sale. And we have Birds of a Feather Aberrant. Um, this was a creation uh, by Per Jensen from, um, from McMarran uh, when he came to the U.S. and worked at Sutliff's factory. And he came up in a week's time with a whole flock of uh, new blends. Um, our, our buddy David was uh, part of the, um, the panel that tasted them. And this one is really interesting. Uh, and it's also not for the faint of heart because this blend contains dark fired Kentucky and Nicotiana rustica. And those of you who aren't familiar, uh, th there are two types of tobacco. There's Nicotiana tobaccum, which is the general category that includes Virginia and Burley and Orientals. Um, that's the stuff we normally work with. Then there's Nicotiana rustica, which is more or less tobacco in the wild. This is free-grown tobacco, and it has a tendency to be a bit harsher, uh, but also it's more powerful. Um, what you can do to make it tolerable is during the processing. And so the factory has to work with it. And McMarron is the only company that I know of uh, that's been using it in pipe tobacco. And so that's included in this. So if, if you have an issue with nicotine, this may not be for you. But if you're looking for a good hearty tobacco for after dinner, late at night, um, you're really going to want to give this a try. And David says, and he can tell us that it's a great blend. It's only gotten better with some age. When he first had it, it was literally hours old. Uh, so if, if you're looking for something uh, with a, a nice kick to it, um, but not harsh or off-putting, uh, give it a try. David says it's smooth and yummy, and yummy is a good thing. So um, that is um, aberrant and at 1286. Uh, by today's standards, that's a, a pretty fair price uh, for a limited edition tobacco. 
And now we have uh, a promotion on McBaron Seven Seas. Now I'm going to I'm going to tell you something that for some of you is probably obvious, um, and may not be so obvious for other people. Uh, McBaron came out with Seven Seas, and it was really introduced more for the American market. Um, if you take a look at the theme art on the tins and the color of the tins, you might have figured out for yourself that this is McBaron's take under uh, of uh, Captain Black. You know, it's got a nautical theme. Uh, you've got a black, a uh, royal blue, a red, a gold, and a white. Um, so basically, it's their take on Captain Black. Um, and apparently, they've done a pretty good job there because uh, this line has become quite popular. And so um, if you like American-style aromatics, but you want to try that with a bit of Danish flair, um, you may want to give McBaron Seven Seas a try. And right now, what we're doing is um, if you buy McBaron Seven Seas, we include a free Sutliff leather tobacco pouch. Now, why Sutliff with McBaron? McBaron owns Sutliff, so that's the reason. Um, but that's a $35 value uh, pouch that you get free with McBaron Seven Seas. Um, David says he prefers Seven Seas to Captain Black overall, just suits his taste better. They are a bit more subtle than the Captain Blacks. I, I have to say that. Um, but uh, they're very nice aromatics. And... Uh, and the majority of our customers are aromatic fans, so um, you may very well want to give these a try. This was what I was talking about earlier. We're welcoming the Viking 2022 Christmas Pipes. Um, these come in two shapes, and they come in two finishes. Um, and the reason I'm so pleased about these is that I was involved in developing um, the Viking Christmas pipes for this year. Um, the, the picture is beautiful, uh, but at the same time, it doesn't so, show some of the details. Uh, you can see more detail if you go to the website and look up the Christmas pipes. You can just click on the link that looks like the image on screen and it'll take you to the page. Um, I wanted, because Viking is a Danish-inspired uh, line of pipes, uh, I wanted uh, to uh, choose shapes that were distinctly Danish. And um, so there are two shapes 
And again, it's not easy to tell because the image is beautiful, but it is busy uh, with all the, uh, the pine branches and everything. But the straight pipe is actually uh, kind of a brandy volcano shape. It's tapered from the top to the bottom. It's wider uh, at the bottom than the top, which is very much a uh, Danish thing. I was considering, um, I was considering uh, going with a taller version, more of a uh, a stack, uh, but. Uh, that appeals to a much smaller group of people. So we went with this Brandy Volcano tapered uh, pipe. Uh, it's, again, that's the straight one. Um, and then the, the um, bent is kind of a Brandy or an, an egg, depending on how you look at it. Uh, I, I think it's more of a brandy. Um, but what you can't really see there is that it has an offset shank, uh, which really gives it a different look. Uh, it's, it's quite unique. And um, so it comes in the sandblast or it comes in a smooth matte finish there uh, with a red stain, but it's not a, a maraschino cherry red. It's a little more understated, um, kind of a, a, a light red wine color. Uh, and uh, we're really thrilled with the way they turned out. Uh, they come with green and black swirled acrylic stems. And again, it's kind of hard to tell from the image, but the bands are gold in color. Um, and uh, the, uh, so now you've got the Christmas colors. You've got red, green, and gold um, in the pipe. And yet, there's nothing gaudy or ostentatious about them, uh, which is why we were so pleased with the way they turned out. Um, so we have a limited number of the Viking Christmas pipes and they're priced very reasonably. And then what we did to make it an incredible value is that with the purchase of any of the Christmas pipes, you get a Viking one pipe combo pouch. That's all leather. That's that, that distressed brown that, that everybody has been raving about. Um, has a zippered compartment on the bottom of the pouch to slip your pipe into. It has a good sized uh, tobacco compartment uh, that's lined with surgical rubber. Um, a really, really nice pouch. Um, you can, uh, you know, drop it in your jacket pocket or, um, 
you know, for, for me, I, I always go around with a backpack and it's nice. I can just put that in my backpack. I've got what I need to take with me. Um, uh, David says he saw the offset shank on the page and he did the double take. He likes it. Um, the color of it is very close to the Brigham Christmas bike from a few years ago. And uh, he likes the color scheme. And Joe says he likes the straight, smooth finish. Uh, yeah, you know, it, it, it's uh, when they first came in, and I got a chance to look at them uh, for real. Uh, I, I really love that red matte finish. Um, sometimes the matte finishes don't do it for me, uh, like a walnut matte. Um, I don't know. I, I think it kind of obscures the, the grain a bit. But for a lighter stain, to have a matte finish, I think works out beautifully. So I'm, I'm really thrilled uh, about uh, these pipes. And you think about it, we're, we're looking at, um, I believe, $89.99 for the Sandblast, $99.99 for the Smooth. But then when you get that pouch free, and again, that's a $35 value, that's that's a pretty darn good deal, and um, and you're getting a, a really handsome pipe. And I'm I'm uh, I guess I've been trained by my buddy uh, Dan Klebov. Uh Dan, um, of course, being a pipe maker, uh, when new pipes come in, he's uh, always the first thing he always does is he grabs the pipes uh, and his flashlight and he's checking the drillings to make sure that they're uh, they're drilled properly and I check them out myself and uh, the drillings are, are gorgeous. They're spot on, um, nice smokers. Um, and I can't mention um, the other brands that come out of this factory, but I can tell you the factory that made these pipes also makes a well-known, popular, legendary brand. So uh, you can feel confident in uh, in picking up one of these Viking Christmas pipes. Um, uh, David says he has a Stanwell 11 in a very similar matte red, and he loves it, one of his favorites. Uh, one of the other things about the matte finish, of course, is as you smoke it, it goes from being that uh, real matte to being more of a semi-gloss. Right now, it, it's, it's definitely um, a very soft satin look. Um, but um, as you handle it, uh, that'll smooth out a little bit, but it never becomes super shiny. Uh, and I, I guess that's one of the things I like about the matte pipes is that they pick up kind of a, a soft sheen as you smoke them. So anyway, um, that's the Viking Christmas pipes.
quantities are limited and they are moving fast. So um, if you're interested, pick one up. Uh, David says it develops a unique sheen, sort of a shimmer. I, I agree. Um, this is something we can only do a couple of times a year. Right now, Seattle Pipe Club tobaccos are 15% off for a limited time. That's all of your favorites. Plum Pudding, Seattle Evening, Mississippi River, um, Wild Man, uh, Deception Pass. They're, they're all on sale at 15% off. Uh, we have an agreement um, where we have to sell these tobaccos uh, for no less than a certain price and we can't discount them beyond that, but they allow us twice a year to run a sale below their everyday uh, low price. So if you're a Seattle Pipe Club fan, you've got a limited window to be able to stock up on your favorites, so grab one. Um, Joe says he always prefers sandblast and rustic over smooth, but this pipe looks awesome with the matte finish. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. But you Seattle Pipe Club fans, um, uh, you want to jump on this. And I, I can't at this point um, talk about Seattle Pipe Club without um, mentioning that uh, the creator of the Seattle Pipe Club blends, Joe Lankford, who uh, was a member of the Seattle Pipe Club and developed the blends initially just for the, the club members to try, um, Joe recently passed away. And, um, and uh, I, I'm going to miss Joe. <clears throat> Joe uh, had um, uh, issues with missing limbs from uh, his early life. And so when I went through uh, my surgery uh, over 10 years ago, Joe was a really big supporter. Uh, we sat down at the Las Vegas um, show one year, and it was just the two of us in a big room, uh, and we talked for a couple of hours, and he was just so helpful and supportive uh, and helped me uh, get my resolve uh, to not let uh, that whole thing slow me down, and it didn't. Um, so, uh, I, I'm going to miss Joe and, um, you know, we, uh, we, I just wanted to mention that, um, before we move on. Uh, the Cascadia Pipe Company, Build Your Own. This is one of the best deals that we have ever put out there. For $79.99, you get one of the Cascadia Pipe Company pipes, the Cascadia Ponderosa. You get two tobaccos, 
you get a knife and you get a campfire mug. Now, let me explain why it's such a great deal. The everyday sale price of the Cascadia Ponderosa Pipes is $79.99. So you get everything here for the price of the pipe. Now the Ponderosa Pipes have a coral finish um, done in a, a chestnut color and then they wipe on and wipe off um, a black accent uh, that stays in the carved spots. And uh, so the, the pipes actually take on kind of a pine cone look. Um, and uh, there's an integrated metal cap that's not something that's slipped on and glued that's actually integral to the shank and then a green acrylic stem because of the colors of the Cascadia logo. And so we have uh, a really gorgeous pipe. They're just slightly smaller or shorter than average, just slightly. Uh, and they have a Delrin tenon on the, the stem uh, so they assemble and disassemble very easily. Uh, David says he's smoking his new P3. That's the um, name of one of the shapes. And he's smoking it with trailhead, and it smoked very nicely indeed. It'll pass a pipe cleaner with little effort from button to bowl to well drilled. Thank you for that, David. So you get the pipe. And then you can choose two out of the five different um, tobaccos that Cascadia offers. They are all plugs. They are not crumble cakes. They are plugs. Basically what a plug is, is a flake that's not sliced. Um, you do the slicing. So you can prepare the slices as thick or as thin as you want. You can chop it up into cubes um, you can shave it into a shag cut, whatever you want. And to make that easier, we're including the new Cascadia knife. It's a folding knife. It does not have any serrations on the blade, which is really important if you're going to use an unplugged tobacco. If you have serrations, it shreds the tobacco into powder. Uh, you need a clean, straight blade to get good, clean slices with. And this is a, a good, thick blade. Um, you can't use a thin blade on a plug. You'll, you'll break the blade. Uh, so it's a good, sturdy blade. And um, because this is a brand that's targeted toward people being active in the outdoors, uh, having a folding knife makes more sense uh, because you want to be able to carry it with you if you take the tobaccos uh, on a camping trip or if you're going fishing or whatever. So you need to be able to easily carry the knife. That's why it's a folding knife. And then, of course, the campfire mug is a metal mug 
with the enameled finish and the Cascadia logo. Um, it's $188 value for $79.99. So uh, there's a lot of good reasons uh, to pick up one of the Cascadia Pipe Company samplers. David says uh, it's a nice, easy to cut plug. That's a good starting point. And the knife works well. It'll be even better once he uh, puts it to his water stones. Yeah, out of the factory, you know, the blades are never super um, sharp. You kind of need to hone them. So a water stone or a ceramic uh, honing uh, device uh, will help give you a cleaner, sharper edge. Uh, Dave says that it's an awesome deal, and I definitely agree with you on that. Uh, and then we have Lane Limited 16-ounce bags for only $29.99, a deal that people look forward to, uh, and we do it a few times a year. Well, not only do you get that, but if you want to add a lane limited ceramic jar you can get one for only ten dollars uh, it has a silicone gasket and a bale closure so for medium term storage they're perfect it's great for buying your lane limited tobaccos and keeping them uh, right where you can get at them uh, for ten bucks it's a heck of a deal and uh, hey you know, we sell more Lane Limited tobacco than anything else. So uh, here's a good opportunity to save some money and get yourself a really handsome looking um, jar. If you, uh, you really can't tell from the picture, but that is a metallic uh, gold that's on there. That's not that flat gold paint. This is... Uh, more of a, a true metallic um, gold that's on there. And this week's Tobacco of the Week, Sir Walter Raleigh for under $20 for a 7-ounce can. Uh, certainly one of our most popular uh, over-the-counter brands. Uh, and, a, and a blend that I smoke um, quite frequently. Uh, I know people think I smoke my tobaccos all the time, but I don't. Um, Sir Walter Raleigh is a great in-the-car companion. Uh, I'll load up a, a light pipe that's easy to clench and stuff it with Sir Walter Raleigh. Uh, and it's perfect for with a smaller pipe for the 15, 20-minute drive to work. Um, so, uh, I, I enjoy that tobacco myself and at $20, uh, under $20 for a seven ounce can, it's a great deal. And don't forget November's monthly deal, 15% off Stanwell tobaccos, Stanwell pipes, and Stanwell accessories, including the lighter and the pouches. So, um, Stanwell fans, you, uh, you really should jump on that. Uh, David, uh, talking about Sir Walter Raleigh, says, good for just an easy, no-worry blend. I, and I agree with you on that. So my cigar clippings for this week. Uh, ring gauge makes a big difference. 
a lot of people wonder why, um, you know, why there are so many differences in thicknesses in cigars. You can go anywhere from um, a cigarillo, uh, the little cigars that normally come in tins that are only 30 ring gauge. And uh, by the way, ring gauge refers to the thickness of the cigar, the diameter of the cigar in 60 fourths of an inch. So 30 60 fourths for a cigarillo uh, means that the diameter is less than half an inch. Um, and now uh, in the last 15 years or so, we've seen the ring gauges grow. Um, you know, Robustos used to be 50 ring gauge, and now you find 52 and 54 ring gauge Robustos. Um, and they make them in 60 and 70 and even 80 ring gauge today. Uh, and I know some people tend to uh, talk about the big, thick cigars as uh, being maybe a little more manly. Uh, they're really not, and I'll explain why. The smaller the ring gauge, the more influence the wrapper flavor has on the cigar. Um, if you take a powerful cigar and you get it in the Corona, which is typically 42 to 44 ring gauge, um, and you get the same cigar in a Gordo, which is typically six inches long by 60 ring gauge, almost an inch in diameter, um, you'll find actually that the Corona has a stronger flavor. Uh, and that's because um, the filler uh, does not have as much impact on the flavor as the wrapper does. When the cigar becomes thicker, the filler has more influence on the flavor and the wrapper's influence decreases. So if you're really looking for a lot of flavor, you're going to want to go to a smaller ring gauge. If you want a cigar to smoke cooler, go to a bigger ring gauge. The narrower the cigar, the hotter it tends to burn and that's because of the chimney effect. Um, so uh, if, you, if you do tend to puff too fast and you burn your tongue uh, with a cigar, uh, go to a thicker ring gauge. Um, if you have a nice slow cadence uh, when you smoke a cigar and you want to get the maximum flavor, go to a smaller ring gauge. My philosophy corner for this week I tend to get sick only on Monday through Friday. I must have a weekend immune system. I'll, I'll let you think about that one. And that covers uh, what we have on PNC uh, for the week. So now we're going to move on to um, the subject for the week. Um, well, hold on, just, oh, David sent uh, a laughing emoji. Okay, so um, 
what I want to talk to you today is about what my approach is uh, when I've done different blends. And so the first determinator is going to be what's the purpose of the project. Um, in some cases, it was to recreate a tobacco. So that's very specific. Uh, I'm looking to match a certain flavor when I'm doing that. Uh, Bengal slices being probably the, um, the most obvious of those projects. Um, am I doing it because of a gap in our product lineup? Maybe we don't have enough aromatics, so uh, I'm going to work on an aromatic blend. Um, maybe we're targeting a certain thing uh, for a, a product lineup. Um, uh, for example, um, if I were working on Cascadia, um, there's there's a gap there. Um, we don't have a Latakia blend in there. So if I could uh, work on a Latakia blend for Cascadia, it would be there just to fill a hole. Uh, and then sometimes it's just because um, I get a bug to try something new and uh, I'll work with a new type of tobacco uh, or I'll look to create something in the genre that I've never, I've never done before. So the first thing is to know what the purpose is. And once I have that purpose, then it makes it a lot easier going forward uh, to work on developing the new blend. So how is it going to be sold? Is it going to be a bulk? Is it going to come in tins? Is it going to come in cans and pouches? Uh, that's going to make a difference. Um, when I worked on the Missouri Meerschaum tobaccos, we knew they were going to be sold in pouches. And that, that made a difference for me. Pouches do a nice job of keeping the tobacco moist, uh, but they're not quite as good as a tin. And um, so for that reason, I either had to deal with tobaccos that were more naturally moist, like the Black Cavendish that's in Great Dane, or I wanted to work with tobaccos that had been pressed. Um, Missouri Pride uses a pressed burley. And um, whenever you press tobaccos, uh, it maintains the moisture better. Uh, so there I needed to key on moisture uh, when we're talking about uh, a pouch tobacco. If it's going in a tin, I don't have to be as concerned about moisture 
because tins hold moisture in extremely well. If it's going to be in bulk, uh, I have even more of a concern about moisture content. So I can't do the super uh, low moisture that I, I do um, for some of the hearth and home marquee tobaccos that are in tins because you don't have to worry about losing moisture there, uh, but you do with bulk. So how it's going to be sold uh, will definitely have a big impact on the approach I take when I'm developing that new blend. What resources are available? Uh, resources can, can mean a number of things. Uh, am I working with a factory that can press tobaccos? Um, if so, uh, then I, I know that I can do a, a crumble cake, I can do a flake. Um, that's going to uh, change my approach possibly. Um, can I work with the factory with flavorings? Um, you know, will they allow me to select uh, the flavor combinations for tobaccos? A uh, good example of that was when I was working on Chatham Manor uh, in the Hearth and Home Midtown series. Um, that was all done remotely. Uh, Carl McAllister was still with Sutliff at the time. Um, and I knew the tobacco blend I wanted to use. So I, I told him what combination of tobaccos I wanted. Uh, and then I told him what flavorings I wanted. And so uh, he, I told him what kind and then he selected the particular ones. Um, and then he made up a sample uh, using the blend of tobaccos I talked about. And then he selected the amount of, of top dressing to use. And um, then he sent me the sample. And when I got the sample, I felt that the top dressing was overpowering the tobacco. Uh, so I asked him to cut the amount of flavoring in half and uh, try it again. And then he sent me the second sample and it was right where I wanted to be. And that was a unique combination of a very high quality bourbon flavor along with a creamy vanilla that, that takes some of the sharpness away from the whiskey flavor. Um, so, uh, that, that's, you know, another resource. What about flavorings? Um, do they have any unique tobaccos that I can work with? Um, you know, uh, vintage, uh, Orientals, vintage Virginias, unique Orientals. Um, uh, we've done things with St. James Paris. Uh, we've done things with varietal periques. Uh, we've done things with aged perique. And, and so uh, these resources 
sometimes determine the whole project. If I know I can get my hands on a special tobacco, um, then the whole project is going to center around that tobacco. Uh, so the resources will have a big impact. Um, David said you hit Chatham Manor out of the park. Premium Carter Hall. I, I appreciate that, David. Um, that was one I was very pleased with. Um, what's my time frame? Uh, is this something that's got to come out at a certain time of year? Is it Father's Day oriented, 4th of July, Christmas? Um, how much time do I have to work on? Uh, you know, if it's just the new entry for Hearth and Home, it comes out when it comes out. Uh, I don't have to time it for something certain. But if I'm coming out with a Christmas blend, it's got to come out toward the beginning of November so that people have an opportunity to buy it, to enjoy it on Christmas. So um, the time frame is a big determining factor uh, when I'm, I'm working on that. And then who will I be working with? Uh, which factory am I working with? Are there people there I need to communicate with uh, to be able to execute uh, a project properly. Uh, maybe I have somebody on my end rather than the factory end that I'm going to work with um, because they had a, an idea for a tobacco and then I'm working with how to accomplish what they had in mind. A number of the tobaccos I've created have been based on suggestions from our staff. And uh, so uh, I need to work with the person who came up with the idea to see if my concept is a proper execution of their idea. So um, that's, you know, that's one of the, the other considerations is is this a solo project, something that I came up with and so I know where I want to go? Or am I working with someone else and that changes the target a little bit? Um, so those are some of the factors that I deal with uh, in, in trying to come up with a new blend. And um, so you know, on your part, if you want to try doing some blending yourself, these are some things that you may need to consider. Now, you don't need to worry about how it's going to be sold uh, or where it's going to be sold. Uh, you don't necessarily have to worry too much about the manufacturing because most of the time you're going to do it all yourself. But, um, you know, maybe in looking at my process, um, it may help you a little bit in creating something uh, of your own. So um, that's 
that's really my framework. Um, and um, I, I hope it was helpful. If it's not helpful, at least maybe it was interesting uh, for you. And uh, we've, we've got a, a bunch of uh, new stuff uh, coming your way. I'm going to tell you about one in particular. Um, Barrichini, uh, sometime next year, will have a new pipe. And it's quite an interesting pipe. Um, it's going to be called the Barrichini Toscano. Um, the bowl of the pipe is a uh, kind of a cherry wood uh, shape. It's, uh, it's got basically a cylindrical bowl. Uh, the bottom is cut on a bit of an angle. And, um, but this one is going to have a narrow chamber. But it's gonna have a narrow chamber for a specific purpose. This is going to be a dual purpose pipe and it's unlike anything that I've worked with before. First off, the bowl is, it doesn't have a shank on it. It's got a tapered uh, hole uh, drilled toward the bottom of the chamber. And that's what goes into uh, the uh, into the chamber. And this does have a military type stem. Uh, and rather than just having an acrylic um, uh, tenon end of the stem, um, it's metal clad, and there's a reason for that because the tenon presses directly into the bowl and into the chamber. And that's why it has metal on the end because the end of the stem actually goes into the bowl. Uh, if it were just acrylic, um, when you got toward the bottom of the bowl, that acrylic is going to heat up to the point where it would probably give off a taste or an odor. Um, but one of the nice things about this is that it'll be very easy to take apart with the metal tenon into the briar. Um, it's going to be a firm fit, but you can take it apart when it's still warm uh, because of the style of the stem. So what's unique about this beyond that aspect of the design? Um, this is the neat part. The diameter of the chamber is created to be the diameter of the Italian Toscano cigars. Um, you may know the American version uh, of them better, the Perotti and the Nobili cigars. The purpose of the pipe 
is again dual purpose um, if you want a short smoke uh, in a pipe that's easy to take apart and put away the Toscano will do that for you you'll probably get about a 20 minute smoke out of the bowl maybe 30 depending on the tobacco you're smoking but the neat part about this is that you can take an Italian Toscano cigar and put it in the pipe and smoke the cigar in the pipe. And first off, the um, Amazadi style Toscanos are short. They're not, they're not very long at all. One of the things about them is that um, the end of the cigar um, tends to get wet pretty easily. Um, and also because they're short, you can only smoke down so far before they get ridiculously hot. But if you put the cigar into the pipe, you can smoke it all the way down and the end never gets wet. And when those cigars start picking up moisture, um, they can smell pretty rank. Uh, so you're avoiding that moisture because you can smoke it in the pipe. Um, David mentioned a narrow bowl should be good for Virginias and Virginia Perique ones, and it absolutely will be. But it's a, a neat looking, interesting pipe uh, that can either be a short smoke with pipe tobacco or uh, a, a nice way to be able to get the most out of your Toscano cigars. So that, that'll be sometime in 2023. We're looking forward to that. Um, and we're gearing up for the holiday season. Um, uh, David says, sounds like an interesting concept. He likes the dry cured cigars too. Yeah, you know, uh, I smoke some of the best cigars that are out there. Um, I work for a company uh, that sells more cigars than any other retailer. Um, so we always have samples around and everything. And so I get to, to try new blends before they ever come out. I get to try some really well-made, incredibly rare uh, cigars um, that are quite pricey. Uh, and I, I savor those cigars, but I'm not a snob when it comes to the cigars. Uh, and I, I have no qualms about uh, occasionally uh, lighting up a, uh, a Parodi or a Nobili or the Italian uh, Toscano or Toscanello cigars. Um, because it's real tobacco flavor, heavily fermented, uh, and they have a bit of a kick, which is, is another thing that I enjoy. Um, Patrick says, so, wow, so this will be a version of the El Tang Basic, only with a military-mounted stem. Uh, yeah, well, the El Tang Basic, the, um, the Nording, um, uh, 
compass pipes. I believe the compass actually made it may have come out first. Um, yes, the cherry wood type bowl. And in those cases, it has a thin aluminum shank uh, with a bit on it. And also there's going to be a version uh, of that kind of pipe coming out next year for Cascadia. And again, that makes sense. Cascadia outdoor activities. Um, so a pipe with the aluminum shank, uh, easy to disassemble. Uh, it makes perfect sense for a brand like Cascadia. Uh, next year, we'll see the Cascadia Backpacker, um, which is along the lines of the Compass and the L-Tank. Uh, so anyway, some new ideas coming out for next year. Lots of things going on. Uh, we're really excited about the new project, and we're we're also excited about the um, about the uh, holiday season. We've got stuff planned for you that I think you're absolutely going to love. Uh, so we've covered uh, quite a bit, and. Um, we're uh, we're ready to uh, wrap it up here uh, for another Thursday, but I, I truly appreciate uh, you spending uh, time uh, with us uh, each week, and uh, and of course those of you who watch this on delay, which is the vast majority of you, um, you can still drop your comments into the comment section. Uh, if you have questions, you can you can drop them in. I believe Patrick had uh, a question uh, or a comment earlier uh, this week, and I jumped on and I, I answered. Uh, and you know, so feel free to leave your comments. I do see them. Uh, I will reply to you. And uh, looking forward uh, to. Um, to being able to uh, get your questions and and, uh, and uh, respond to your comments, so please do that. And for those of you who find it difficult to sit down and watch uh, the whole thing, the audio portion of our Facebook Live uh, is now converted over. Uh, to a podcast on Spotify. So, um, you know, if, if your car uh, radio uh, lets you link your smartphone uh, or if your car, um, your car radio has uh, Spotify on it, um, as a lot of newer uh, phone of cars do, um, Tune in to Spotify, find the uh, Talking Tobacco uh, link, and you can listen to our uh, our uh, show as a podcast. So we're uh, really excited about that. Uh, and once again, I, I do appreciate your time. Um, and uh, thanks, uh, David. Um, and, and Bruce for uh, your, your kind comments and thanks. 
Uh, I love doing this. It's fun for me. Uh, so uh, I've got to get back to work. Um, but uh, have yourselves a great week. And uh, we look forward to doing this again next week. I'm Russ Willett from PipesandCigars.com. Thanks for watching.